0: Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Got a special one for y'all today. I got my buddies, uh, Mr. Corey Ross and Mr. Alex Englehart up in the Podfather Studios. We've been having a good time, and I had a couple beers, and we're like, we should record this. Like. Let's, let's let's do a pod and see what happens. So <laughs> we had some eventful conversations, and uh, uh, if any of them make it to the airwaves and and stay there, that that's a success. So yeah. <laughs> I figure we would have a at least give it the good, the good old college try. So um, to say that we've talked about anything and everything tonight would be a, an understatement. A but I was like, hey, let's let's start out with um, something I feel like was at least maybe somewhat relevant to the time frame so this is the day before Thanksgiving when we're recording it if this ever makes it up that's just for we'll reference see. but i feel like this time of year for most people uh we're based out of Texas for those of you that don't know hunting is a really big deal around here whether that be whitetail or duck or hog hunting or whatever it may be but hunting is a huge deal around here so and i have zero experience with that but these two do and them telling me their hunting stories has me absolutely cracking up because when I say I have no experience, I genuinely mean that I don't, I've never been, but, um, hunting around here is a little different than everywhere else. Um, you know, there's, I think people that maybe listen to Joe Rogan and all that stuff or like other hunting podcasts think like, Oh, you gotta, you know, hike up the mountains and have a guide with you and stake out your prey for days on days down here. You do what's called a hunting lease and y'all can maybe take over from there basically that just means like you you buy like a plot of land that somebody else owns or rented i guess for the time being and you hunt the deers or or whatever is there the main difference is
1: you know most most uh exotic animals that you hunt uh throughout the year um you're hunting on state land so you're having to go and you're stalking you're going for miles and miles and miles you know trying to find these animals in Texas you've got an overload of hogs you've got an overload of you know dugs uh, doves ducks Ain't nothing like shooting a dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Doug. uh doves ducks you know things like that uh, white tail deer <laughs> Corey's dying over there my bad dude I, I miss <sighs> I miss my dog tag <laughs> You didn't see it on the super combo. Uh-uh. Those are suckers, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, so there's all kinds, of, <laughs> there's all kinds of Dugs just around. So, <laughs> so you don't have to go very far. You know, you kind of camp out in the woods and you you set up your food plots and things like that, and you can find a tree to sit in and and hunt. So you don't have to go on the stalk and do all that kind of stuff. But I'm gonna let. Uh, <laughs>
2: Got,
0: got a couple a oh. couple deer tags, couple okay. Doug tags. I had a like, good laugh out. I couldn't get over it. Hey, you know what? I, I don't know one person named Doug. I
3: don't know why you're trying to hunt him.
2: <laughs> He's
0: tagged out. Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> That's the only Doug I know. Oh, th- uh, this is off to a great start.
3: But feel much, like if I knew a Doug, it, I would want to hunt him. <laughs> he pretty much covered it. Most states, uh, you have to apply in a draw and you have to win your tag and it's complicated. You got to pay a lot of money. Texas, you can go buy a license anywhere, a freaking Ace Hardware, Walmart, wherever. And as long as you can lease a land, pay somebody. And Texas is very different because it has a lot of private land. Everybody owns their land. Yeah. Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, everywhere else you go, it's all public land. And, uh. You have to win a draw to go hunt it. Texas, someone owns it, so you got to pay them money. You can buy your license, no problem, but you have to pay someone else money to go hunt their land. So
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but like you can't like we live in a more suburban area. so obviously you can't go in your backyard and just shoot off shotgun rounds. Like you have to be outside of like city limits and then I mean like if you own the land, like your family owns like a well, ranch. a ranch. Right. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So it's like you don't have to necessarily do that. But I'm saying most people don't have the luxury of having their own, you know, thousands of acres yeah. that they can just Most people in Texas are
3: leasing land to go home. Right.
1: right. And, and there there is there is the public land option as well, which is very difficult to, to get a hold of, but mm-hmm. but most people are leasing
0: property. But, so that's just to give y'all a little bit of a background of like how it works because I feel like that's a very we grew up with this. Like, so Every it's just, oh, you're going to your deer lease. And a lot of people that aren't from here are like, what the, what the fuck is a deer lease? You know what I mean? So anyways, I've never been myself. I don't really know that much about it. So I live kind of vicariously through these guys and them telling me their, their stories of, hey, I came back with, you know, a buck or I, I didn't see much this year. Or I took one down with a bow or a rifle, whatever. The stories of hers have been cracking me up because it's just doesn't you feel like on paper it should be fairly easy like okay i i go out to this land where these deer or whatever are living their whole life you put corn out they go to this same spot every day every two days eat the same thing and then one day a dude in freaking sitka gear shows up and just pops you and you, you know you've got a freezer full of meat for the next couple of months but apparently it's not that easy <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, if you're in Texas whitetail hunting, you got Sitka gear on. I don't know. Like, you're kind
3: of, you're trying hard. <laughs> Keep hammering. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Sitka, Sitka gear is very expensive. So, if you're just your casual white tail hunter here in Texas, well...
0: What are what? What is y'all's hunting experiences look looked like this year? When when does hunting season end for white tail? Hunting season
1: typically ends, and depending on what county you're in, first weekend or second weekend of January,
0: month and a half. Yeah, we're so. we're
1: about a month in for rifle season, two months in for for archery.
3: Cool. Texas is a very only state, really the yeah. only state that does that. Yeah. If you bought a license in New Mexico, you got five days, and that's it. Damn. Like you got, or Colorado, you got five days, seven days, like it's very strange when you go to another state cause you're used to having two and a half months here or two right. months here and you go there. I got five days. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Like, what I, the heck? That's like a misconception from somebody who doesn't know. Like when I think of, Oh, I'm going to go hunting. The thought of not coming home with a deer is foreign to me. I'm like, you, you go hunting, you,
3: Ninety percent of the time you go home without
1: a deer. It's it's a
0: surprise. that's ninety eight percent of yeah. the time you go home without a deer.
1: That's why it's so awesome when yeah. you get one. Yeah,
0: so it
3: worked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. What has been going on this year for you? We'll, we'll start right to you, Mister Mister uh, Cordial Ranch.
1: Well, I'll tell. Ta- I'm I'm blessed. So my family, uh, my ancestors, I guess you would say, uh, bought a piece of property uh, down in Blanco, which is about 30 45 minutes southwest of austin and um it's about 450 acres we've got all kinds of exotics and you know everything on there and we've whitetail hunted forever you know my dad his his dad took him whitetail hunting forever and um so i've been blessed enough to we've had our own uh private property that we can hunt on you know we we can control who's hunting with us and all that good stuff but um no, you know, it's, it, like Corey said, you know, it's one of those things where, um, even if you have your own place and you can control, you know, I say control manage is the word that I would say, what deer are on there and, um, the genetics and everything like that. You're lucky if you get two or three deer a year that you're proud of and everything like that. Um, I've gotten a doe this year and, um, I've got a couple deer that I'm after, but, um, we've got month, month and a half left. So we'll see, you know, there's a lot of hot
0: season left, but yeah, but I, poor Corey, he's asked me to go or brought up the thought of me going a lot because we've been boys for a very long time. And I guess it's just a personality thing. The thought of sitting out in the cold in the morning, wasting a weekend, I say wasting, that was a strong word, choosing to have a weekend where I'm like, Hey man, you know, it sounds dope this weekend. Let's like wake up super early and go into the middle of the woods and sit there in the freezing cold and be dead quiet and wait for the possibility of killing something. Doesn't that sound fun? Absolutely not. <laughs> that sounds awful, but that's just to me, but like to everyone, I'm the weirdo. Cause everyone that I talk to is like, it's the best thing ever, you know? And I'm like, okay, I mean, I get it. I think maybe it would be different if I had an experience where I actually harvested a deer, you know, killed one, like saw it like a living, breathing thing. And I took its life, and I I processed it, and it like fed my family. I, I, think, un, I understand that, but the process of getting there sounds awful. There's a know. lot that goes into. Well,
1: you know, I'm sorry. Corey. Go, go ahead, Corey. Go, go ahead. Corey, All I was that. gonna say is like,
3: if you went and you had, if you actually went and said and like spent a weekend and then came back, oh, I don't like this. Not for me. Okay. But the fact that you haven't ever done it, yeah. I'm always kind of like, well, I That's mean, true. give it a shot, you know?
0: Very true. Unintended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another Corey joke. <laughs> you see those videos of like a dad taking their kid, he's just sitting in there, like in the deer blind, like with like a bag of Cheetos, like, where is it? <laughs> when's it, when's it going to come out here? <laughs> me <laughs> i just well, don't think i have the attention
1: span there's a couple things that go into it you know like i for me um the responsibilities with work and and you know i've got a band and all that kind of stuff and being able to get out there and be alone and away from responsibilities yeah and just the everyday life is is you know as yeah. good as it gets and the camaraderie that you get uh whatever you're doing it. <laughs> from being alone <laughs> N- listen no you didn't let me finish okay thinking. that's fair that's a fair point just you and didn't. just you and doug out you there.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> me and doug goodness gracious when you're out there with a group and you know Typically, I grew up and I was hunting with my dad and my uncle and, and cousins and things like that. You know, you build memories and things like that that you don't get with everybody else. And and it's a it goes a lot into um, hunting, you know, that people don't think about. They just think about harvesting an animal. But yeah. there's more to it than
0: that. Like I said, I know there's a lot more that meets the eye. I'm more interested. I know what you're wanting. I'm I can't a, wait. Know. And I want you to talk. Just You don't have to go in detail. Just summarize your season as best as you, you didn't come home with something, at least yet, right? Or no, no, no. no, no. I'm I, sorry, I'm I sorry, got you did. I in the freezer now, but I was dying laughing at these stories that Corey's told me because they were.
3: <laughs> it's funny, I it's guess, just... if you're like if you're listening to it, but like if you're an if you're an avid deer hunter, it's like it's something you don't want to talk about. It's not, you definitely don't want to brag. Okay, so I, I've been bow hunting <laughs> two or three times. then been rifle hunting two or three times. I've been hunting quite a bit already this season. Um, My first weekend, (laughs) I did. I shot a deer with my bow. Um, It ran away. I couldn't find it. Um, The responsible thing to do at that point would be to tag, use your tag and be done hunting. But uh, that's not what I did. Allegedly. Yeah. (laughs) So then uh, I went back and hunted some more and I shot another deer, wounded it. It took off running on me. I waited about two hours, went to go find it. And in the dark, I have a spotlight and I found it. And it stood up and looked right at me, which I wasn't ready for. And it's about ten feet from me. So I'm I'm almost in pissing distance of this thing. And he's looking at me and I'm looking at him. And, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna take my pistol out and unload a clip on him? Or like, what the what's this guy doing? Why ain't he dead? And uh next thing i turn my head like look to see what my grandpa's doing he's gone and uh i don't know why he gone i don't know why i said it like that but <laughs> he gone <laughs> so my bow season's over and uh i freaking pulled out my rifle saturday morning and uh big old buck walks out saturday morning and i shot and uh smoke went out and everything and then uh, he was nowhere to be found he ran on me too and i was like oh my gosh it's still happening
1: that's three for anybody who's it's counting. three
3: now and uh allegedly and then, allegedly um, lo and behold he walks back out you know about three five minutes later from a different area <laughs> and, and i'm like oh my gosh he came back out so uh got him in the scope popped him um had to pop him a couple more times um unfortunately and uh, come to find out, it was a different deer. Mm. You're just
0: out there peppering Doug's left and right.
3: <laughs> and uh, so I ended up tagging that one, and uh, I didn't find the original one. And so...
1: No. would you tag that one like? No, I what, t- what tag did you put on that one? I tagged it. <laughs> Speaking of that, I didn't tell you this earlier. Speaking of that. Okay.
3: So, I mean... We're all, we're all people here, right? Yeah. So this was not the deer I intended on shooting. Right. And, uh, my niece was coming down for the first time ever to hunt. And I thought, what a better time to explain to her how the world works. And so I was going to buy her a license and tell her that was her first deer. (laughs) God
0: damn. You were going to mask your failure as her success.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, now, if a police officer asks you who shot that deer, you say you. And you lie. <laughs> she, uh, she told me she doesn't lie, and she wasn't really down to do that. So good for her. Good parenting. Justin and Paige killing yeah. it, dude. <laughs> so I said, you're right. So I tagged it. But what's funny is I quartered it. Which, if you don't know, typically if you shoot a deer, you can just gut it, get all the guts out, and yeah. take the full deer to the processor and pay them, and they do all the rest. Right. If you quarter it, that means you kind of do cut it up into four of, pieces. Exactly, you do a lot of the work for them before it gets to them. Take the hide off, cut it up, four pieces, whatever. Backstrap, take it tenderloins, all that stuff. Yeah, and so you take it to them in pieces it's already. Green, to
1: me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ram, ram, huh?
3: You take it to the processor. And you show them your tag, and you fill out the game warden book, and you do all this what county you shot it in, blah, 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 all this paperwork stuff to track it. I took it to the uh, processor, <laughs> and he goes, where's your tag at? I go, I didn't know if I was supposed to bring it in here or if you are supposed to grab it. And the lady in the back goes, oh, it's okay. He brought it in the ice chest. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, well, here, fill this out. This is my meat. What kind of meat I want, how many pounds, this, that. And so I start filling it out, give it to the guy. And the girl comes in next to me, she starts filling out the game warden book. And I was like, hey, do I need to start filling this out? And he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it, man. If you bring them in quartered, you don't have to. We only need that if you bring in a full deer. (laughs) You say what?
2: (laughs) Like, what?
3: Like, that's crazy shit to me. I didn't know that. So I could just be shooting... Anything I want, yeah. just bring it into them. Hey, this is—you <laughs> got two two hind legs, a shoulder, and a—I uh, don't know what this is, but yeah, it's a, it's, here's a, it's a deer. I got here's yeah. a flake. <laughs> here's some meat, ground it Grounded up. <laughs> <laughs> the, you don't have to tag. I mean, obviously, you always run into the risk of running into a game oh, warden yeah. at any point, but yeah. that was blowing my mind. Like that is—if you bring a full deer, you yeah. have to fill out the book. There has to be paper trail. But if you bring in a quarter deer, oh, don't worry about it. Hmm. Well, maybe it's that just
0: the wild. Process. Maybe it's just the processor.
3: I don't know. They take that. They take that very take seriously. seriously. The game Wardens will go yeah. in there and walk their freezer yeah. and like they'll get, they get fined if they don't have their Well, hell, paperwork. I was
1: telling you, you know, this past weekend I took a doe for uh buddy John uh, to just, just to get meat for him and um, didn't really have any way to tag it other than the ear.
0: Yeah.
1: I took the ear, I put a hole in it, you know, whatever. And I tagged it and I left it with the meat. So he had it whenever he took it to the processor and everything like that. But you know he had, you know, two hindquarters, quarters, shoulders, back straps, tendons, all that stuff. He also had an ear with a zip tie and a tag with it. You know. know, but you always need the four quarters and a proof of sex. Exactly what you're going to need the game you, know, you You've you got to make sure that you cover all your bases whenever it comes to that. What if it's
0: a non-binary deer?
1: Hey, nature. <laughs> I'll take Wait. this one. Go ahead. Uh, nature nice. does not discriminate. There's two genders when it comes to nature. I'm going to take it the processor. This deer identified as a 13 inch buck.
2: <laughs>
0: you should have seen the nutsack on this thing, dude. <laughs> right? Damn. Well, my God, they didn't even know if it was a buck in the first place. You brought in a leg. You're like, eh, yeah, whatever. And some bitch was huge. You should have seen it.
1: <laughs> don't show them the rack. You've got to know. That's yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. There's words to live by. Don't show them the rack. There you go. <laughs> I've thought about this too. This is very random, but also I know that you do the European mounts. And uh, for, for those of you, basically you, you know, whenever you kill a deer, a lot of the time you, you like to have it taxidermied and hung up on the wall, like a trophy or whatever. And like, it's just usually from like the breastplate up. Is that right? Give or take. typically. But if you do a European mount, it's where they dip the skull, like in like some kind of acid where it like melts off all the uh, maybe i'm butchering that it's just a skull mount.
1: but it's a skull mount, right
0: so it looks cool like it's just like you know like it's the the actual skull of it have you ever thought that is someone's profession is like a taxidermist like they just get dead animals i got deep into
3: it last year learned out how to tan hide and all kinds of stuff i wanted to i wanted to
0: try it that's fucking crazy to me like and it's not just for deers i mean people are they'll have like their animals like their pets yeah. that they love like stuffed i'm like that's yeah. dude that's fucking wild do the it, process
3: it, do, of taxidermy yeah. i'm telling you i got deep it's into
0: wild. it last year It's that is not a cheap thing to do like it, uh, it could be very cheap i mean well i mean if you're stuffing a squirrel i'm sure or a no, dog i mean but... it can be cheap
3: it's more of just like a
0: <laughs> i'll never let you forget that by the way <laughs>
3: Forget what Doug. Here's beer. Doug, <laughs> that was bastards. the funniest shit ever. Um, no, I mean, really, the only layer like it's just all, it's all labor intense and skill intense. You just have to pay for a glass eye to put in that thing. You have yeah. to pay for the eyes. You have to pay for the. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Stuffing. No. Like build a bear. It's a uh, it's a mold. Yeah. So you'd buy like a deer mold, and uh, it's almost like a some kind of fiberglass or some kind of. It's already it already looks like a deer, and then you take the hide. You oh, have to it, tan it first, which got is a you.
0: process. It's like a it's like a, a like a I don't want to say a skeleton because it's not the bones, but it's like a, like a replica of what it should look like. And then you right. get yes. your your hide and like pull it over that. But be- what's coming to my mind sense. is like a three
3: like D printed, yeah, like, almost yeah, yeah, like a three D yeah, print right. version of a right. deer. Right, and you right. take that hide you have to tan it first, get all the fat off of it, leather it, do all that, which is a process. Make sure the tan's not going to rot on the thing. Or the hide's not gonna rot on it, and you put it on the mold with some epoxy or some kind of adhesive, some something that's gonna let stick. Then you sew it all together, and the the face itself, you gotta put little rods in there, make sure the face like like Botox, you know, like fill it up, make sure it fits good. The teeth, it's uh, fake teeth. You put the fake teeth, the eyes, make sure they shine well.
1: Yeah. So when you're doing a European mount. You just cut all that bullshit out and you just use the skull and the fuel <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dip it in acid. <laughs> Dude, for real. I there's mean, all I kinds mean, of different ways I to do it. I did yeah. I did one. I've done one European mount by myself and it, it took a little bit, but it was my fault. I kinda I kinda you know, stuck the process on the back burner. But really, you know, you just gotta get rid of the meat, all that kind of stuff. And then once you get rid of the excess meat that's on the skull, all you got to do is you know bleach it and
0: clean it up and and all that good stuff but I, all i was saying i was like kind of got off track there but i thought that was like a crazy profession to have because like that's something that they do year round <clears throat> <clears throat> especially like in a place like here i see when you go towards like stephenville Glen Rose, all that like that's where land starts opening up and whatnot i don't know a single taxidermy right now but i see like taxidermist like billboards and shit like that no, all no. the time down that way i mean i don't know one myself either but um i know one of my buddies I typically <laughs> stick to Ross euro mounts typically <laughs> <laughs> one of our friends i forgot who it was but his he had a a friend that like did the uh, a taxidermy business i guess from what i gathered and he does like he specializes in crazy mounts like okay if you killed a i don't know a fox something you know not nothing like not like a trophy hunt he would like take that small animal and use like a fake other animal and like mount it to where it looks like your fox like fighting like a mongoose or something you know, and I'm I- like what in the how is that a business like someone's like dude that's what i want to spend $1000 on <laughs> yeah my uncle has a uh, <laughs> rattlesnake coiled up and it's got
1: a squirrel on the back of it with a cowboy hat. Is that in the cordial ranch? Yes, I've seen that mount. Yeah. Yes, and it's it's like the squirrel is riding
0: the <laughs> snake, the rattlesnake. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You have a taxidermied freaking coyote out there too. That video that we yeah, that cool we shit. did for you too. Yeah, that's freaking funny, man. Yeah. But like, that's a I don't know. I guess just the way that you can make money and people pay good money for that, and I get it. Like if you shot if you took down like a bear or right. something like that, that's yeah that'd be sick to have that like could you imagine in your house like an elk or a moose or a fucking bear that you killed I would and love it that'd be, be crazy cool shit,
3: dude. I would love it be scary that.
1: though dude you wake up in the middle of the night you know go make a glass of water or whatever yeah. and like something shines off of the bear's <laughs> eyes
0: well, that thing is that's, that's just Jimmy. We took him down a couple years ago. Doug. <laughs> yeah. just Doug. Freaking Doug. Yeah. I'm start referring to
3: every wild animal as a Doug. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of Doug's yeah. over there. A couple of Doug's out in the oak field
0: today. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I uh <clears throat> I talked to my boy, my boy EJ. I'm sure he listens to this shout out, EJ. But uh he has a YouTube channel and a Instagram page. It's called um Texas Rig or T X Rig Outdoors. And um That's kind of something that's popping off nowadays is like the hunting, YouTube hunting, Instagram, where they have like a GoPro and they they film like the entire, um, I guess, process. I don't know what you would call it, but like the uh, like the hunting from start to finish. Like, hey, here's us loading up. Here's us putting out the decoys. Here's us shooting it. And then it's it's really cool. And they can condense it down into like a 30 minute video. So, um, again, TX Rig Outdoors, my boy EJ, go check him out on YouTube and stuff. I was talking to him about it. We did a podcast a couple – damn, probably about a year ago now. I've never – also, I've never eaten duck. I'd love to try it. i had a that, duck egg, but I've never eaten duck. Right. I feel like that's not like a normal thing. It's like a fancy like French restaurant cooks duck. I've never had it. I've had dove. I've had all kinds of wild game. I've never had duck.
3: I've never duck hunted.
0: Yeah, oh, fun. man. I probably could. We should do it. I could at my place. We should do um, it. Yeah, we Figure it out. I'm always down. I
3: got a shotgun right now. I got to find my plug. <laughs> um,
1: you need plug, for sure.
3: Um, if you don't know, do you know anything about and a plug? Shotgunning a plug. Yeah, no, so shotgun, you need a plug for yeah. your shotgun. So, your shotgun, legally, you can only have three uh, rounds in it. Oh, I did, legally. I, I did not know that. So, if you go hunting, your plug is in there to keep you at three rounds. So, okay. you typically, you have one in the chamber and two in your. Uh, what do you call that area?
1: Um. A shotgun, it, shotgun it shooter thing, a jig.
3: Anyways, a long time ago, I was shooting skeet, and I took my plug out, so I can put like five or put like five or, or six, six in my gun. Yeah. And so, like, but if I went hunting, d- duck or dove hunting, and the game warden caught me without my plug, yeah, I would get a fine, maybe license suspended.
0: <clears> it's a big deal. <clears throat> that's another thing that's crazy. Is like the game wardens; those dudes are like the end all they are the judge and the jury those motherfuckers have the end all be all as far as jurisdiction is concerned it's (laughs) a big deal they they have the most authority uh from any law enforcement agency and i believe you so my family um again like i don't i don't come from like my 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 mom or excuse me my dad and my my grandfather hunted but it was very like you know kind of it kind of like me like going with y'all we didn't have a lease or anything but We did always have a boat growing up, and we were like the wakeboard and skiing. Like, we weren't out there fishing. But, man, I'm telling you, those guys, the game wardens are, disclaimer, my experience, they were assholes. Like, we're out there chilling on the boat, having like family time, you know, ripping beers, you know, fucking tubing, whatever. And they'll just come up out of nowhere, and they're not, they're not like discreet about it. They're flooring it up to your boat, and they're like, uh, boating license i need to see how there, there's four there's four souls on board i need to see four life jackets i need to see a a uh, calibrated fire extinguisher i need to see a whistle like, damn son like we're just chill what do you think we're doing you know what i mean but th- yeah. they have every right to do that and they can like board your vessel with no reason or co- they can just do it and if I'm not mistaken, they can do that to, like, y'all's deer camps. They Very can go, much. like, yeah. they can...
3: They just walk up on your property, walk right up to you in the yeah, blind. They, they can walk dude. up
0: to you in the blind.
1: And, and the thing is, is, you know, we're in Texas. They they do have to take it seriously. And, and you never know who, never know who you're going to walk up on if you were a game warden. Yeah. You know, there may be somebody who you think is a responsible hunter, and they know what they're doing, but they just don't. They're doing the wrong thing, and they're hiding shit
0: from you. and, yeah. And i mean it makes sense to a degree i guess but for someone like me that's never done like i don't have a firearm on board and whatever but just to see like for lack of a better term the audacity that they have like they're like bitch let me and i guarantee you autumn is gonna my sister's gonna listen to this i guarantee you and she's gonna remember it i'm like we're over here chilling they are like they're so abrasive license and registration we're like, Dude, we're anchored out in Party Cove right now. What do you think that we're fucking doing? You know, but I guess if they're doing that to fifty boats a day, they don't can. God only can imagine what they come across. But on that note, I knew one of my good buddies. Um, he he was a uh, a police officer on Joe Pool Lake. He was a water man. <laughs> He worked on the water. Stuff. What are you saying? What are you doing swimming in my water? No, but he was a police officer, but but his like his jurisdiction was only on the water. Like he worked for like Cedar Hill slash Grand Prairie, but his his jurisdiction in started and ended on the water. Like he anything out on like in the from the marina to all the other stuff that was like on land actual like highway patrol or cedar hill police like they would take over so Mm -hmm. that's what he told me he was like dude we would go out on there um and the stuff that we see you know people that can go which is mind-blowing you can if you've never driven a boat before and you're over 21 i think think, well maybe a couple years ago they changed the law but like you don't even have to have a boating license like you can go up to the marina and be like i want a boat they're like let me see your license and if you don't have like a, a a record they'll give you the keys to like a freaking hundred thousand dollar ski boat and you can just drive around doing whatever you want and people that are like flooring it through no wake zones and stuff i'm like oh. can you imagine having to deal with that on a day-to-day basis just idiots that have no idea what they're doing just out there like yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm the captain for the day my yeah. mind's <laughs> slightly getting blown right now that you need a boating
3: license mm-hmm. that's a thing oh, like you go take a little driving test yeah. and get well, a license. kind of
1: i've i've had it described to me as very similar to defensive driving like online it's who like a four to six hour thing where you're online and you just you know answer all the questions and pay attention to what they're talking about then you got your boating license
0: bro so when, you, when you think of like a like a an outboard boat you know like a bass boat you buy from bass pro or like a pontoon or just like a little 18 to 20 footer it's an outbound or outboard where it's like you have your actual prop in the back and you lift it and lower it and that's how you Guided. I mean, it's very simple. I mean, you just literally throttle it and drive. It's wide open. But when you get into the bigger boats <clears throat> that are inboard and have like you know the freaking skags underneath where your your prop is underneath you, it's not on the back, bro. It is the difference between those two is crazy. Like I'm very comfortable behind the wheel of a boat. The big one that we had, that 23 footer, I was like, Dad, when we get close to that marina, this is all yours. I'm this is your boat. I am not messing with this shit. And one of my buddies, we went years ago. I had to convince my dad to let me drive the boat. Let me drive the boat. But uh, we went <coughs> we went out there one year, and we pulled into the marina. I think I might have told you this, Corey. We pulled, uh, like, I, I pulled into a little slip in the marina to, like, park and go get some beers or something like that. I don't know. And I had an outboard, so it was very easy to maneuver it in there. A guy by himself driving that pontoon. Pontoon boat is Fucking huge. They're like 24 foot massive boat. This guy has no idea what he's doing. He's wearing one of those like standard orange life jackets that are like around the neck. And he's <laughs> looking I, I, up at the sky. Yeah, he, he just has no idea what he's doing. And I'm, <laughs> I'm parked in the marina, like tied up, you know, got my cleats on and everything. We're good. And he just pulls in and he's like, I'm kind of watching him because this is my first time out on the boat alone. Like, got my girlfriend at the time, now my wife with me. And He's like pulls in, backs up, pulls in, backs up. Like he's doing like a 10-point turn. I'm like, this guy has no idea what he's doing. And he just whiskey throttles this thing down, destroys the dock, comes up over the dock, and ends up, when I tell you I'm parked looking straight, this pontoon is over the top of me. Like it's sitting. He he's, he rammed the dock so hard, half of his boat is in the air. And I'm like if this doc wasn't here, he would have killed us, man. He's just sitting there, and I'm like, could you imagine? Like I said, my friend that was a freaking police officer on the lake, how do you deal with that insurance? This guy <clears throat> probably paid money for the day, got his stuff, and just destroyed their doc, almost killed somebody, and now they have to repair all that. They probably have to repair the boat, like what are, how is it so easy to just rent something like that? Do you not have to, like, pass a course or something? At least to me, it seems like that'd be a little far-fetched to just be like, yeah, you're good. You're 21, right? I guess you know what you're doing. Probably put a deposit down. Very true. Yeah, money talks. Yeah. But very scary, to say the least, man.
3: Well, you probably sign a liability waiver or something like that. Like, you, you're, you're
0: reliable, you are liable for... Any damages or some bull? So he probably had to pay for all that. I have no idea, but I promise you, if Casey was here, she would re- she would remember that we almost died. And our that happened probably probably like ten years ago, and I remember that like it was yesterday. And we it's just I, I imagine just sitting there and looking up, and there's a pontoon just teeter tottering over the top of you. Oh, it's good. We've been talking about hunting and fishing for a while. You started it. I did. <laughs> I did. But which Alex us- has been dying <laughs> to talk to you about. Did they win the World Series?
1: Can you take me <laughs> higher?
0: Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. The Texas Rangers. World Series champions. I'm so here for it. I never thought we would say They
1: did win, didn't that. they? Get they out. won, dude. And I'll never get tired of saying it.
0: They won the World Series. A, a franchise that has tasted been so close to the precipice of success and it just slipped through our fingers twice and it happened it, don't, it happened so weird maybe I'm crazy I'll pass the bug to you here in a second but am I tripping Does it not feel real? Like I almost feel like it doesn't. Like it didn't really. Like it still hasn't. Like hit me, hit me. Like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for something to happen. Like oh, they're they're actually we're doing a a eight game World Series. We're gonna yeah. (laughs) Like like, (laughs) oh man, we got game nine coming up. They're gonna take it back. Oh no, we were just kidding, dog. (laughs)
1: Like here's the thing, you know. Like people always go back to game game six, 2011. Which I was not really able to talk about until now. It was a tough one. That one sucked. It was the Nelson Cruz game. He missed that fly ball. David Freeze, Freeze played the best game of his entire life. And, and you know, think about it. If you're... Um, If you don't know, you know, you didn't pay attention or anything like that, think about what Adoles Garcia did for the Rangers this entire postseason. David Freeze did for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2011. That's what he did. Adoles Garcia broke the RBI record for a playoff run and the guy he beat was David Freeze in 2011.
0: And he had his postseason run cut short, too. And he had his postseason run cut short. Exactly. Exactly. But the... Speaking on the on the 2011, because we also for those of you that don't know, we lost in 2010 to the Giants yes. as well. So it was back to back, but the 2011 hurt more. Yeah, just because of the the how close we were. The,
1: the, the thing about 2010 was, you know, we were a good team and we figured it out. We won two series. We weren't supposed to be in the World Series in 2010. It was not supposed to happen. Absolutely not. Not at all. And we built on it. We made it happen. We were the best team in the American <laughs> League in 2011 we made it to the world series and we lost and it, we took a painful loss is what it was now 2012 we had a great season um, we made the wild card we lost two i believe the orioles is who it was 2013 and 14 were fairly disappointing and then 2015 and 16 we brought it back we won the world, uh division two years in a row and I'll never forget 2016 seventh inning game five, and Elvis Andrews makes three errors. Jose Bautista flips his bat, and the rest is history.
0: That game holds such a awful place in my heart. People so, don't think about it.
3: So that punch was in a World Series game?
0: No, that was Our the next game? That, that, It was that, the next year. Yeah, that specific game. So we, we kind of jumped around, but yeah. the, jumping past the 2011, but we're into 2016. The Jose Bautista. If you aren't even a baseball fan I guarantee you you have seen the highlight of that bat flip which in hindsight I get it I mean because if you're going right. to hold Bautista to a standard then Odolis Garcia is needs to be held accountable because right. he is he is Absolutely. flamboyant but I get it and if you're that guy and he's on your team you love him if he's not you hate him we've had multiple of those guys we had Rugnet Odor. Yep. we've had you know Odolis. we we've got all those guys but that specific game bro it was the it was a Rangers game and Dude, Sam do you Dyson. remember uh, Shinsu oh. Chu? He was batting. <laughs> there was a runner on third.
1: I want to say it was uh Elvis, and um, catcher tried to throw it back to the pitcher, and he hit Shinsu Chu, and it backed up. It went back to the backstop. Oh shit! No, Elvis, don't Elvis scored. Dude, You're it it was a crazy game. It was a wild heart. game where the Rangers were on top the entire time. And there was controversy. There was all kinds of like arguments and everything like that. Rangers were on top going into the seventh inning. We get, they get a runner on first. i Never forget it. They get a runner on first. Ground ball to Mitch Moreland. Mitch Moreland makes a throw It was Could have been a better throw For sure It could have been a better throw But Elvis should have made the play He was an all-star second baseman a Shortstop stop. I'm sorry
3: You're remembering plays Yes, from absolutely From 13 years ago Corey, what you don't you, understand You were blowing my mind You don't understand And that was 20, also 8 years yeah, ago 20, I thought 2015. you said 2011 I 2015 Playoffs Close Kind of close We're jumping around, I'm sorry You got around. me all jacked up my bad. I'm not a sports guy
0: <laughs> Yeah of course like well y'all talking about baseball what are you talking about baseball? What are you talking about baseball? <laughs> you about? <laughs>
3: yes I feel like, like you. A, I feel like uh i feel like uh kale over here I'm like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know some of these names yeah, yeah I,
0: know, I know some of those words yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll never
1: forget i was i was running service calls and um i pulled over i had one call left and like you said it was a yeah, day game yeah i think yeah. it started at 205 or something like that and um I pulled off, and I just list. I was listening to the game on the radio, and Elvis made one error, and uh, then there was a ground ball to Mitch Moreland. We were going to get away with it. It was there was a runner on first. It was double play. Mitch Moreland made a throw, and it was it could have been a better throw, but it was yeah. right at the waistline, and Elvis <sighs> bobbled it, didn't make it, and runner on first and second. Next thing you know, there's a ground ball. Uh, I'm sorry, they lay down a bunt. And Adrian Beltre charged it, picked it up, and he was going to get the force out of third. And guess who was covering third base? Elvis Andrews. Uh, And he dropped it. He dropped it. Base is loaded. Next thing you know, blooper over Rignan Odor's head. Tie game. Jose Bautista comes up and drops a bomb and is essentially uh,
0: where the term bat flip came from. And those are the things too. like, if you've ever played baseball, we always like, there's a very common term. Baseball is the only profession where if you succeed 30% of the time, you are in the hall of fame. Yep. You are the cream of the crop. If you succeed 30% of the time at your job now, you're fired (laughs) within two weeks. Yeah. yeah, So, but it's the only sport where it is, you are, you are not only succeeding, you're the best of the best if you succeed 30% of the time, yeah. think about that. Yeah. And you, if you're that far along in, in a playoff run or a season, it's 162 games. You're this far. You can't give these teams an extra opportunity and they capitalize. And we did that this year. You know what I mean? Like yep. if, if you give us a second chance or a third chance, you're going to capitalize on it. You're too good. But all of that is to say, from 2010 till 2016 like we were so close we we bought and we we emptied out the farm system we brought in the free agents we did the trade deadline signings we spent all the money we did everything we went all in and we came up short every single time we were time. so close man call hamels uh um, cliff lee
1: cliff lee uh, that 2015-2016 run, Cole Hamels, you Darvish, Colby Lewis. Uh, we traded for Jonathan Lucroy, Carlos Beltran, Desmond, Carlos right? Gomez, Ian Desmond. Man, we had a squad. <laughs> yeah.
0: but, but, like, it, so, I mean, all those heartaches and whatnot, like, we're focusing on the good here. We ended up, this year was... We got made fun of in the offseason for all these massive signings. And I'm, t- I'm not talking, oh, man, we gave this guy $50 million. We gave hundreds of millions of dollars to multiple people.
1: We spent $500 million on our middle infield. That's a lot of fucking wild, dude. Wild, which is not a Rangers thing to do. I want everybody to realize the Rangers do not spend money. That's not a thing that they do. Ray Davis. He's a rich guy. He did a good job at the beginning. You know, he signed Adrian Beltre. He did all that kind of stuff. We do not spend money. And then all of a sudden 2021 comes around. We finish that season. What do we do? Marcus Simeon. Corey Seager. Those are two of the best middle infields, infielders. I'm sorry, in the league, and it's not even close. And no. we do it. We we sign them, and um, we've got a farm system that is promising. And this is going into 2022.
0: <laughs> are you gonna throw up? Now the <gasps> snorting starts. Oh Dang
3: God, God. God!
0: I started laughing,
1: and then I got stuck. <laughs> What a thing Damn. to say! What is my step-sister? My bad, y'all. Dude, kids don't smoke cigarettes. It's a bad guy, idea. My guy uh, forgot how to
0: breathe. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but that was a little funny.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like we we uh-huh. spent all this money and like it actually paid off and it paid off way it quicker worked. than we thought. You yeah. know, and it sucks. So, like those people, they're they're gonna be the, the people that are the haters They're like oh. Texas fucking bought their way into a World Series. All right. So to that, I would say, (laughs) okay, so two people won you the World Series? Really? I I mean, it's... it's again it goes back to the, if you're the fan of the team it makes sense but if you're not like you're like oh well look right. those guys yeah. but i mean they forget that we were the laughing stock of our league for, for a ever, long time ever man and if spending money won you championships we should have won one back in the early 2000s alfonso yep. soriano alex rodriguez uh, rafael palmero i mean like name it like we, we had a squad and we just never came out with it yeah! Shout out the steroid era. Shout out steroid era. <laughs> Damn it! I'm gonna get on that for a second. You you on steroids? Shut, <laughs> who's your Are guy? Are you kidding me?
1: Look at me. Look at me. No, I'm not on Damn steroids. It, I'm get on those for a I wish I was. You got <laughs> oh, no. you got you a got connection. You got a connection, Corey. No. So um, reason I want to get on the steroid topic <laughs> is um, they just announced the 2024 Hall of Fame ballot. And you've got familiar names on there, as in Alex Rodriguez and Gary Sheffield. Okay. Now, there are other names, a.k.a. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, guys like that. They're done. They're off the ballot. Okay. They will never make the Hall of Fame. Right. Won't happen. What do you think about that? I want, to, I want to know what you think
0: about that. I'm torn because, like, it's – I get it. It, it. The steroid era was a very – needed thing for baseball baseball i mean we went on a strike like it was like there was it was dead it was not fun like it was just and then sammy sosa mark mcguire in the early 2000s late 90s they're they're the ones who saved baseball saved it you know the designated hitter and both of those were in the national leagues they weren't even dhs but you get what i'm saying like it was fun it was sexy to see the dhs going out there and hitting uh 250 but with 70 home runs every year so I mean, I get it. it. It is tainted, but the reason I don't feel sorry for them is because there's people who did it the right way Love. that get overshadowed. My favorite baseball player of all time is Jim Tomei. Oh, and Jim yeah. Jim Tomey was the only, Corey's over here squinting, he's like, I've never even heard that name. <laughs> no, I got a question. I'm just waiting. But he is the guy, him and Ken Griffey were like the only two that went through that whole era with no allegations. Yeah. They, they passed everything. Like they, they were just legit, and they got all these crazy numbers. They were inducted into the Hall of Fame, obviously, but like they get forgotten because all those dudes that they played with with similar stats clouded their achievements. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you have the Rafael Palmeros, You have the Kurt Schillings, the Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and I always go back to this one. The only guy who did it right, Jason Giambi. Jason Giambi was the one that was like, yeah, yeah I, I took I took everything. <laughs> I was juiced to the fucking gills, and guess what happened? They were like, cool. He's the only one they don't talk about anymore because he was honest. He was like, yeah, I did everything, and they completely forgot about him. Jason Giambi to this day is looked at like – Hell of a ball player. Yep. The only other ones that we're still talking about are, are the ones that never, yep, like, you exactly. know, the Raphael Palmero. I never took those substances in front of a freaking grand jury. <laughs> Dumbass. See, and it pisses me off. There's got, so I
1: was a pitcher. And um, when I watch a baseball game, I'm paying attention to what the pitcher's doing, I'm paying attention to their sequences, how they're trying to set up a hitter, you know, all that kind of stuff. Roger Clemens is the one that hurts me the most. Roger Clemens came up in 88. Maybe maybe it was 89. I can't remember. Roger Clemens was the best pitcher in the league for 18 years. I don't care what anybody says. Steroids might make you throw two miles an hour harder, maybe, and that's it. If you're a pitcher, being a pitcher is – so different than people think it is. It's like, oh yeah, let's throw hard. Cool. Yeah. Bam. No. There's smarts to it. There is craftiness to it. There's everything like that. Finesse, you know, everything. And I hate the fact that he has been left out of the Hall of Fame just because of that. Like I, I know I'm kind of talking in circles here. But he was also on a dynasty of a team. Wanna sign with the Blue Jays, yeah. wanna sign with the Red Sox. It was with the Astros, and then he won a Cy Young with the Yankees. Okay, you're telling me he was with dynasties with those teams that didn't win shit. Now, granted, the Blue Jays won shit in the early nineties, but
0: he wasn't a big part of that. They, can they can they freaking distinguish when he started taking them? No, nobody can. No, I hear what you're saying. I'm just like Roger Clemens. Like, most people would remember him from the Yankees never heard of him you might recognize him but he also (laughs) but he also played on a team full of people that were you know in the allegations as a matter of fact the number two in that rotation Andy Pettit yeah was also indicted because he was on steroids UFC fighter Pettis? (laughs) what? Pettis? <laughs> <Or Andy> Pettis? <laughs> Anthony Pettis? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, yeah.
3: Same guy. Andy's got a brother, Sergio Pettis. I know.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
3: like, I don't know. Hey, How? I got a question. You blew my mind earlier talking about the National League and DH DH hitters, and or designated hitters, and I was like, oh my gosh. So... Do pitchers oh, still hit in the no, National League? Not like, How do that, they do that? That
0: was what two years like, ago. They outlawed, the, uh, outlawed three. that. Three. So you're not. That's yeah. not a bad question because it was yeah. up until a real, th- up until recently, that was real. The National League did have their not. Well, typically their nine-hole hitter was their pitcher. Yeah. But when they played interleague games, which means National League versus American, yeah. if they were on American League home turf, they did get a DH, and vice versa. If we, if an American League team played, they had a hit. Yes so that's crazy like you play
3: each other like, like, so like how can you be held on the same standard like, that's that's, that, crazy. That,
0: that, that's a great question makes yes sense. like but, dude <laughs> but that makes sense which is goes better. but then
3: also why is the pitcher expected not to be good at hitting that, you gotta be like everybody else <laughs> <deck of it. laughs> what are you
0: talking about On that note, (laughs) I guarantee you he knows this guy. So a lot of people, uh, but there was a kid that you remember we grew up with, Noah Noah Sendergaard. Goat. He was Thor. Thor, Thor. literally. A six foot six gigantic man that was throwing a hundred plus miles an hour. Bro, Noah could fucking rake. Rake. Uh, He was dropping bombs growing up i mean up until even in the national league because he played for the mets he was still hitting bombs but like the thing is when you're playing against if you're hitting against a roger clemens or a clayton kershaw uh the kid that was dropping bombs in high school a lot different because yeah. Noah's not as good up at that level as he was around here but like yes what you're saying it does make a lot of sense because being at the highest level you would think they need to be able to be two-way players but that's also the same thing as saying why can't Tom Brady be a linebacker. You know, like yeah. it's there, there, there are that, that's a extreme thing, but uh, yeah. not really. It's close. LeBron it's plays, very de- similar. LeBron plays defense, yeah. you know, I mean, but it's baseball is a very, it's the anomaly out of all the sports. Yeah. And, you're right. It is very weird. And up until it's now, again
3: like that one volleyball chick that has a different color jersey than all the rest. <laughs> what are they called? her? Uh,
0: Labero. Yeah, I don't
3: know. I don't she's different. Really uh, she's always different than all the rest.
0: I don't know. These weirdos watch volleyball. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone, people listen to. I'm, I'm not a sports about. guy, but I know there's a volleyball person with a different jersey <laughs> on. You know what I'm talking about. But, yes, you do bring up a good point, and I don't agree with a lot of the, the recent changes in baseball, but that is one. I never understood that. A, a big thing back in the 90s with the DH, like the Sammy Sosa's and the, the Mark McGuire's, they weren't even designated hitters. They played on yeah. National League teams, yeah. and they were breaking records. And there's the American League counterparts had guys that did nothing but hit, and these dudes were beating them. like It was there's just a lot that goes into it. but Who did Martin McGuire play Cardinals? Who did he play for? Let's so go. He played
1: for the A's, Cardinals. Uh Where are they from, Arizona? Or is that football?
0: Cardinals-St. Louis. No, no, the Arizona Cardinals is a football, football. team. Yes, yeah, They're man. the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I can't get them right. Yeah, but you're right. And he played with the most juiced-up person of all time, Jose Canseco. Which is the guy who ratted all of them out. Because he was like, yep. I did steroids and so did him and him and him. <laughs> oh, bitch. they were my dealer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking all y'all with me. <laughs> was it the Belco Experience or whatever the fuck it, it was? was uh, Balco,
1: whatever uh, it was called. Nah, Dude, it was the fucking uh, Mitchell Report.
3: So, Alex, are you going to do a cycle now? Is that what I heard you say a earlier? cycle? Yeah. What
1: the fuck are you talking about? A steroid
3: me? cycle. Yeah. yeah. Is that I'm what in. you said? I'm in.
0: Yes. Strumming yeah. those guitar strings so hard they're breaking. Yeah. And just I don't know what up. it'll do to me, but I'm in. Because you jacked. <laughs> what do
1: you mean? One cycle. Yeah. Do I got to work out and eat right and shit? No, you do got to do that. That's a so video steroid. Steroids. <laughs> I'm in. Hey, a, if steroids are there and that's going to make me jacked, I'm in. You take Tom Brady. And you throw him on steroids <laughs> and you make him 240, right? Yeah. You can't tell me that that same motherfucker is going to get in the batter's box and hit 763 home runs in an entire career. Not going to fucking happen. He might Why wouldn't be strong. You use, like a baseball
0: player for that analogy. But we're, no, no, no. We're, we're talking about steroids. Yeah. Already, so. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. you
1: still have to be able to put the ball, put the bad to the ball. 99 miles an hour, you have to put the bat to the ball. It's like, very and, and true. That's my thing. Like, I get it. You know, 763 might have turned into 690. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that guy's a Hall of Fame baseball player. Yeah. He's possibly the greatest outfielder we've ever seen. That's true. You know?
0: Yeah. And the people that a lot of them compare, They a lot of people compare Barry Bonds to like, oh, well, Willie Mays or, you know, freaking Hank Aaron. Those guys were... Hitting against yeah. a farmer named Oh Curly, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jimmy has a mean fastball. Well, Jimmy also is a full time fucking sharecropper. You know, he, like he, he's uh, a
1: four year old alcoholic.
0: Yeah, fastest man alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got three fingers. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like the the level of competition is clearly different, yeah. but. It's, yeah, I don't know. There's like an asterisk with everything. But what
3: I was know. that one pitcher that played for the Indians? They called him Wild Thing.
0: Oh, she? Yeah. She's yeah. a two and a half man. Yeah, that guy. That's, that's Rick Vaughn.
3: <laughs> Rick Vaughn? Yeah. The catcher. What the hell is his name? He had them bad knees. Oh, my God. I don't know. He's an old man. Uh, what was
1: <laughs> – I forgot. I just <laughs> He's thinking. an old man. I'm thinking about the Allstate
0: <laughs> guy that was the designated hitter. The the free, you know that's all state stand are you in good hands he was the one that the oh my gosh he was the <laughs> they had that one big foreign guy that's that, that who that, is that him he had yeah. Joe Boo
3: he had the Joe the, Boo the, yeah only oh, really because Willie May Hayes yeah. <laughs> that's what Willie May Hayes yeah, Wesley, Wesley Snipes Hayes. yeah <laughs> it was Wesley Snipes <laughs> Joe
0: Boo what a good movie y'all don't know <laughs> we're coming to major, <laughs> major League great movie <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna bother me that I can't Pedro Serrano Pedro Serrano Wait, was it Pedro Serrano no, you got me I
1: think it was him <laughs> If it wasn't, now it is. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. The best
0: movie
3: ever. Why is like every Uh, good baseball movie, like the Indians? I was going to say, even the Angels in the Outfit, but obviously that was about the Angels. That was the (laughs) Angels. (laughs) (laughs) Angels in the Outfit went hard, though.
0: I want to apologize to everybody listening. That was so insensitive. It's the Guardians, Uh, not the Indians, dude. Shut the fuck up. It's the Indians, bro. (laughs) I don't care what uh, they've they
3: said in the last now?
1: four years. Yeah. They're the guardians now. Yeah. That's wild. We you know the yeah, commanders. Yeah. The world tried to come after the Rangers too, because oh, the Texas Rangers are bad people. I
3: don't y'all, understand. Y'all remember that one time Bobby Boucher
0: showed up at halftime <laughs> and the Mud Dogs won a Bowl. <laughs> did you just make a joke, Bobby? <laughs>
2: like,
3: yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs>
0: what does he say he walks in he's like I, I have a, a, a scotch and water hold the scotch did, did you just, just make a joke about <laughs> Yeah, yes yes I did where he shows up with those muffins with those fucking frog legs yes.
2: thinking-
0: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
3: so I hope you like what I did to your lawnmower
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's going like 60 on a lawnmower <laughs> oh my goodness Vicky Valancourt show me her <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness Dude Sandler went on a run there For like 10 years Where it was just the best movies of all time Greatest Most underrated Sandler movie Get in the flash I <laughs> love Little Mickey. Best Nicky. soundtrack ever too Get in the
2: flash Angela
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> this we have jumped from topic to topic it's cracking me <laughs> up. The, the people listening to this are like what the fuck is going on here if you've little Lil Nicky you know yeah. <laughs> yeah when you write you write and when you
3: white you've been
0: red heart. <laughs> <laughs> sorry wife's calling me hold on let me see if it'll work on here yeah bring it that'll be funny hello hold on hey can you hear me
1: yeah are y'all podcasting
0: hey can y'all hear her oh hey, yeah. yeah you're oh, on, yeah. you're you're on the podcast case, <laughs> you're case, on it. Case oh my god
1: hi
2: what's up? <laughs> what are you hi, doing all my second friends
0: <laughs> what are you doing
2: i am on an
1: adventure
0: oh no what do you think i'm doing well you said you're going on an adventure i don't know the hobbit
2: yeah I have a side quest all the way to our house.
0: Okay. All right. Are you getting home now? No. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Side quest.
1: Pizza or ice cream?
0: Ice cream, always.
2: Ah, nay. Pizza first, ice cream before and after, actually.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> nay. Rocky Road ice cream or die.
0: That a girl. All right. Were you just calling to tell me you are on your way home?
2: I think so. Now I can't remember why I called, <laughs> but that probably, tack like track. So yeah, um, pray for me because I can't see anything in these pitch black, dark roads. But I'm gonna make it home, one way or another. All
0: right. Well, I love you. Be safe.
2: <laughs> love you too. I won't. Bye. Bye. Oh,
1: wild. I gotta love nothing. that woman.
3: Stigmatism. <laughs> I can't see nothing. Astigmatism. That shit, my mom says I can't drive. I can't see in the dark. Well, no one can. That's why it's called The Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on your headlights, girl. What? Now your girlfriend's calling you? No. Yeah. Tune him in. <laughs> yeah,
1: hello. Slime. We're on a podcast live. What's up, fool? Podcast. Oh. Don't record me. No, you're recording. What you
0: got? Drop the live feed right now. <laughs> Drop the live feed. <laughs>
2: Penis. Are <laughs> <laughs> gonna get him canceled?
1: Nah, you're canceling yourself, fool.
2: Dude, happy, happy, happy Blackout Wednesday, fucking podcast, <laughs> motherfucking Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks. We like turkey in this bitch. See, we put our radio voices on real good.
1: There you go. I'm proud of y'all.
2: Dude, who's over doing the podcast?
1: Me and Justin and Corey.
2: For real, we were just over there.
1: Were you? I don't think you were, because we were here.
2: right around the corner. <laughs> trying to corner Casey and in go into the box car. Oh, there you go. Very cool.
1: Gross. Well, hell, we'll be there uh, Friday.
2: Hey, I've played, I played box car... I've played
1: boxcar on a blackout Wednesday before. <laughs> and I like calling
2: the Wednesday before Thanksgiving blackout Wednesday. There you go. I'm with you. Could, I'm a little, I'm not blacked out. It's like a dark, Shady crust, you
1: know. It's getting foggy. It's getting foggy. Yeah.
2: But, yeah Boxcar, Wednesday before Thanksgiving.
1: You get a STD in there without taking your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fucking Josh Mursh, I love you, brother. We're about to get back to the podcast, but we got you recorded. All right, man. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Be safe. Love, your kisses. love y'all kisses. Love you guys. Thank you. For... Y'all have a good
2: Thanksgiving. All right,
0: man. Later. Bye. Josh, it. motherfucking Dude, Birch, he, you missed it. He goes, he goes, blackout Wednesday at the boxcar—the only place you can get an STD while keeping your pants on. <laughs> Gosh, golly! All right, I feel like we're rambling. We Just talked talking. about hunting. Talked a lot about hunting. hunting Doug, fishing, Doug,
1: loving in the day. Rangers. <laughs> And then whatever movie, the fuck else quotes? we talked about. Yeah. I bro. <laughs>
3: bro
1: I, found, I
3: found a five dollar Rush Hour trilogy at oh, Dollar General, at DG, the other
0: day, and I bought that. The yeah. fact that you bought, you bought, physically purchased a DVD <laughs> in 2023 killed me. And the fact that you bought two of them two separate ones you're like this is such a steal well dude so they're five dollars at dg that's four dollars too much no i got a trilogy for
3: five dollars rush hour one two and three and then right next to it i got a two and one it was the book of it was the book of eli and i am legend for five for ten dollars i got five dvds
1: that's ten bucks and i guarantee you with two friends maximum you could have found all those movies on streaming services <laughs> for free. How
3: am I going to watch them at
1: the dearly's? What do you got? Do you got a phone? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, what a, <laughs> what a sincere. <laughs> what? What?
1: That made me respect Corey more than anything. What? That was like, what do you mean? It's connected to the wall. <laughs> I bought a Blu
3: ray player to go to my TV at the Deer Leaves. 2006.
1: I got at least 30 DVDs slash Blu rays <laughs> out there. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Go Rangers. We won the fucking World Series. That's what I gotta say. I gotta tell you, um, I literally don't
3: understand when you keep saying we won the World Series. Okay. You want me to explain
1: the week? Yes. Because I can do that. And, hey, I ain't being a hater. I just. No, that's fine. Fuck. I'm 28 years old. I was born in 1995, <laughs> September 15th. Oh, that was too much. Yeah. But here's what I'm saying, okay? Uh, very early on, a guy named Pudge Rodriguez made his Major League debut. Okay. And he got called up to the big leagues on the day of his wedding. So what did he do? He got married on his minor league field. He canceled his wedding. Him and his wife got married on his minor league field. Okay. I'm a child. I fall in love with this catcher who wears the number seven. Who's the best catcher in the major leagues. (laughs) Yeah. I fall in love with this guy. Okay. Because he's playing the sport that I've known my entire life. Four years old. Whatever. My favorite sport. He's wearing my favorite number, and he's the best in the entire league at what he does. So here we go about five years later. Six years old. Here comes what?
3: The- <laughs> it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. It went from I don't
3: four know. If to five right. years later, to six.
0: I've <laughs> loved this guy my whole life. I've been alive.
1: <laughs> the said, a The math's a You said, you said, up, wrap right. this up, and he, he said, went on a
0: two-year time said, skip. The, six. The Listen, math's a little fucked up, right? I was so, seven. I loved this guy for twelve years. Shut the fuck up. Mass
1: a little fucked up, right? I've had some cruise Light and Keystone Light. Oh, my God.
3: 2001.
1: Here comes a guy named Michael Young. How
3: old are you now? 5 20. 20- <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. I love you guys so much, but I wish you would just shut the fuck up.
3: A I, simple need, question, I need to could? explain to
1: Corey what we means. Anyways, I've loved this team for my whole fucking life, and I've shed tears over these motherfuckers, so fuck you up. <laughs> I'm out. I'm drinking my Keystone Light. I'm so sorry. How in the world did we end up at this point? Oh, my <laughs> God. He, Corey said, why we? And I started trying to explain it. And then it didn't work. And <laughs> you decided to go down to go to your, your family. fucking talking shit. You so. went to your family's genealogy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just saying. I liked Pudge Rodriguez, I mean, and then I like
0: Michael Young. And here we are. <laughs> we again. No, I get where you were going. Before we wrap it up. I do have to give you both if some if y'all have made it this far, thank you. This is a long time you deal with our ass. You deserve a medal of honor. But to promote what's going on. My boys got some businesses going on. And Corey, I'll let you shine light on this first. We joked about it earlier, but he's Mr. Fitness. He's been doing it for a very long time, very well established personal trainer group fitness if people are looking to get in shape i know you have a, a app and you do in-person training where can they find you at
3: ma'am? ninja strength and fitness on instagram uh dm me uh i can't even keep track of what i have and what i don't have
0: anymore i'll link, I'll link it all but it's it, um, it, it's ninja strength and fitness on yeah. on instagram and i know that you have ninja strength mm-hmm. if you're looking to like if you can't right is that i
3: don't think i I have that anymore
0: well just go to his url expired but if you're looking at like (laughs) uh, in today's day and age a lot of people can't find the time to actually do face-to-face training but he has an online app where you can download it and he'll give you nutrition plans workout plans depending on what you're wanting to do
3: yeah i've done so many things now lately i uh, I can't keep up but ninja Strength and fitness on instagram corey ross fitness at yahoo.com um but yeah i have an app now and it's really great you can uh personalized programs on there. It shows you what to do. tells you what to do. It's very accessible. Meal plans go on there as well. Um, I'm a part Uh, of Pinnacle Roofing if you need any roofs done. yeah. Um, Keller Williams Real Estate if you need to buy or sell
0: a house. I got you on that. Um, My guy will sell you a house, put a roof on the house, and train you inside of that house. You got it. (laughs) That's me. Cool. And then Alex, he has dropped a full-length album back porch wisdom which was back in april of this year he's been touring it ever since um kind of jumping around place to place playing spots where he can but where can the people find you if they're wanting to hear your hear your stuff
1: yeah uh you can find me on facebook instagram uh all that good stuff alex engelhart music um itunes spotify all of that um we're coming into the studio here in the next couple months to put out a single or two uh so keep your eyes out for all that uh, follow us on facebook for sure for uh dates that we're playing because we're coming in hard uh for the new year Twenty 2020 twenty 2024 yeah yeah I'm so refuse upset. to learn yeah. There yeah. you go. That's a yeah. song of
0: ours and, and Cory seems to like it. I love it. There yeah. you go. Well, again, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I try to podcast when I can. I really enjoy it every now and then. Maybe I'll start doing this thing more often if y'all keep listening. But uh if you haven't already, go find me on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening, hit the like, follow, subscribe button. I appreciate y'all. And remember, as long as y'all keep listening, <laughs> I'll keep talking. <laughs> we'll see you next time.